Hi, welcome to the VIP Social Lounge Podcast, where I'm your host, Darius Nicole, where we discuss all things entrepreneurship and lifestyle. Today's episode will be Life After Divorce. Our guest for today is LaVita from Indianapolis, Indiana, and she's here to share her story in hopes that it may help someone that's going through similar issues. LaVita, can you introduce yourself to the people? My name is LaVita. As she said, I live here in Indianapolis. I am now divorced, mother of two girls. Um, I'm a grandmother and I'm starting fresh after 40. <laughs> okay. Listen, it happens and uh, it, it'll be okay. So what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've experienced thus far? Because you're newly divorced, correct? Correct. It's been a few months now. Okay. So what were some of the challenges? Getting used to being lonely, sleeping alone, um, uh, cooking single meals for mm-hmm, one person because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now not only am I newly divorced my youngest has gone to college so I'm an empty nester as well yes so yes. getting used to going from making big meals to cooking for a single individual it's that's definitely different okay. um and how long were you married I was married for five years okay and is that your first marriage Yes, it was. Okay. So with so you, you kind of have like a double whammy dealing with newly divorced and uh, being an empty nester. Um, I, I myself went through that, so I can definitely understand that. Um, also a divorcee, so I can kind of relate to that as well. So if you can take us back to um, prior to meeting what I'm sure you thought was your knight in shining armor. <laughs> Prior to meeting him, you know, I I can honestly say now um, that I've spent time with myself, something I've never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, I can own my truths now and say that before I got married, I didn't have any relationships that I can look back on, maybe one that I can look back on and say that I experienced true love. Mm-hmm. And I really think that looking back now, I gave the blueprint and script of what I wanted in a man. Mm-hmm. And he followed it to a okay. T. So I was blinded by what I wanted. So I guess I was kind of selfish to a degree okay. because I wanted what I wanted. I didn't wait on what God had for me. Okay. Can you explain a little bit in detail about when you say you gave the blueprint? When I say I gave the blueprint, I'm going to say that when we're in the dating stage or the kick it stage, as some call it, or the get to know you stage, Mm -hmm. we have a tendency to talk too much (laughs) about his relationships. And we tend to tell things that we've experienced in previous relationships, Mm -hmm. wants and needs and desires of what we want in a man. And they take mental note of that. And 
when I said I gave him the script, it's like I pretty much single-handedly told him what I wanted in a man. Okay. And so would you say that he he portrayed the, the very things that you told him you wanted in in the beginning, he was okay. everything I wanted. Okay. Everything I thought I wanted. I mean, from the listener, we all mm-hmm. want a listener. We all want a communicator. We all want that guy that goes for the walks in the park. Absolutely. You know. Um, the romancer. Yes. The romancer. You know, and he was all of that. And I was like, <laughs> you know thought you hit the jackpot yeah and As he we had tend the to look see. that I like you know he was the look hey he looked like I like him <laughs> how they say he smelled like I like him mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know now I mean I don't now looking back I mean I had a lot of regrets okay. when everything initially unfolded but now I don't you know, I can honestly say that I don't fault anybody in it. Okay. But with, with, with saying that, would you say that um, you, that there were signs and red flags that you just kind of looked over them? Totally ignored them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, looking back now, there was red flags from the beginning. And that's one of the things that I encourage women when you're dating and something that I'm looking out for now mm-hmm. is to pay attention to those red flags. Absolutely. Because they give you the sign. Yeah. And They're red for a reason. You just <laughs> right. tend to look past them. <laughs> right. And us women, you know, Black women in general, for some reason we have this thing on us that we feel like we can fix anything uh-huh, uh-huh. well like uh-huh. said, you can't raise a man that uh-huh. was his mama's job so if you got to put too much work into it it ain't worth it uh-huh. you know little things yeah but it takes compromise if you find yourself doing way too much you're doing yeah. too much yeah because you shouldn't <laughs> have to work that hard at it no so what would you tell someone that was in the dating stage? How would you tell them or what advice would you give for them thinking that they've met the one? He's, he's checked everything on my checklist. He, he's, he's that, you know what I'm saying? He's all that and more. So can you give up, can you give just a few of the signs that you can now acknowledge that you overlooked then? You really need to date a guy through all the seasons, winter, yes, summer, spring, fall. You know, because they have they have different moods. They Absolutely. have different, they go through different things. Absolutely. They have different experiences. And you need to know that man through all, just like seasons, you need to know him through all of those things. Because like they say, a leopard doesn't change his spots. Absolutely not. I'm a firm believer. <laughs> I, I've, I've no. never seen it happen. No. They, and, I mean, they are who they are. And you have to accept them for who they are. 
lot of times we want to dress them up and make them fit what we want them to fit. And then we get mad when they don't, when we stuff that in there because it never fit. Right. And it's just like trying to put a, like, like a puzzle, Mm -hmm. you know, you had your, everything was going your way this way. He had everything going this way, this way. It sound good when you were trying to put it together. Mm -hmm. But then when you try to bring them together. And they just don't line up. They just don't line. They they don't line. Right. And it has to line. And one thing's for sure, 10 for certain. If God ain't in that thing, you know, if your spouse, boyfriend, nowadays your wife your girlfriend Mm -hmm. if your significant other does not have a foundation with christ in some form Mm -hmm. it's headed for disaster anyway i mean you can pray and pray and pray and Mm -hmm. hope that that person can change but if they don't have that same mindset of what marriage relationships are designed to be Mm -hmm. you're just beating a dead horse and that was one of the things that we get confused with what they say about submitting we get confused about the role of the wife Mm -hmm. but your husband's supposed to meet you halfway as well Mm-hmm, and if it's and if it's a man, I mean this this could be for a man as well. If you're a man who's pushing and pushing and pushing, and you got a wife that's not meeting you halfway, mm-hmm. it it's give and take. Nothing Absolutely. is gonna ever be 50-50. But you have to take the bitter with the sweet, mm-hmm. you have to have some compromise, and you have to agree to disagree. Absolutely. Because if you don't, it's just mixing oil and water. This <laughs> is <laughs> oil and water. It's gonna settle and separate. It's gonna mix for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's gonna separate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna be an ongoing toxic cycle. So and- did you have, did you and your husband have um children? outside of the marriage did y'all have any together was it a blended situation how did what was the dynamics of that because a lot of times that plays a part in the demise of some marriages when they're and in my opinion and now looking back also with those seasons of getting to know that man Mm -hmm. you need to see those children Mm -hmm. because as they say, he could send his representative. Um, I can honestly say that when I met my ex-husband, I had the mindset because to my understanding, everybody was adults. As time went on, I found out, I heard there was other children. I heard there was oops babies Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah he seemed like he was great 
with my children. Mm -hmm. And I kind of developed the out of sight, out of mind. And because the story was so believable, because just like us women, we have the kid's father who's absent. Men have those baby mamas, quote unquote, who turn the kids against them. Mm -hmm. So if you've never seen them, you don't hear from them, you over all the right, time, you just never assume. hear the phone ring. You assume that the story is true. But then no sooner than you go to blend and you go to move together, different things start coming out of the woodwork and you start finding out things differently. Mm -hmm. And you find out there's a lot of secrets or, and then everybody has hidden agendas. And I really encourage women and men because this isn't just for men for women because mm -hmm. men go through things just as well as women absolutely do. absolutely and you know sometimes we have a tendency to make things one-sided mm -hmm. but men go through the same things that women do um they got a little thicker skin about some things yeah i think they just handle do. different we're more emotional right so but what i encourage is Pay attention to how they treat their kids. Absolutely. Pay attention to the relationships because that's one of those red flags that will tell you mm -hmm. exactly who you're dealing with. Absolutely. You know, um, that's some of them red flags I ignored. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we <laughs> because I believe yeah. the original stories. Yeah. So, and then, and sadly, we get caught up in the, it's my husband and I love him and I'm going to stand beside <laughs> him. <laughs> you know, and whether he's wrong as to right. shoes, which I I believe I'm a believer in that that's how it should be but in public you know what I'm saying I'm right. gonna speak, but when we get behind these closed doors I, yeah I'm gonna need some I'm gonna need some ex explaining some somebody's gonna have to make me understand some things that's going on so I get that um, and it's very important that you get that because that's the part where the problems come it mm -hmm. is when you don't resolve yes you don't answer you don't figure out or fix right because then things just start stacking up on top of the other so the, and then you got a pile of stuff that's unresolved right and the saying that i used to use is we can't keep sweeping things under a rug. Sooner or later, it's going to be a big old hump and mm -hmm, one of us mm -hmm. going to stumble over it and bust our heads. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, he'd look at me like I was crazy, but we had a lot of things swept under a rug that never got addressed, never got resolved. We even ended with things not being resolved, but I have to just get myself to a place where I have to be okay with being okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. I, so would you say that going through what you went through with this uh, previous marriage, would you say that it 
in a sense that it has changed you and how you would move forward now? Or would you say that a lot of the things that you've done because that's who you are, you just happen to do it for the wrong person? I can say it has like a little bit of both. Um, mm -hmm. Depending on your situation, it's almost like you get some postmarital PTSD <laughs> because you, you find yourself, I don't want to do that because it reminds you of what you did for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to do that because it reminds you of what, you know. So luckily for me, I have enough marital relationships that I have been around and mm -hmm. seen that are healthy. Absolutely. That I still have hope mm -hmm. for relationships mm -hmm. or for marriage. You know, um, if I was surrounded by mostly a single friends, then I'd probably develop a more negative attitude towards marriage or a more negative attitude towards my ex-husband. Mm -hmm. um, but because I've seen what God can do in marriages, mm -hmm. I've seen, you know, so I know I wouldn't personally do anything different on my end other than pay closer attention, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and address things instead of taking on that. Because one thing that we do when we fall in love, especially after you get beyond a certain age, because like for me, I was almost 40. Um, I'm 48 now. Mm -hmm. um, well, we, I was almost 40 when we started dating. We were together 11 years. We were only married for five years. Okay. So I was 40, um, over 40. So it had gotten to a place where Am I gonna ever get this chance again? Mm -hmm. If I don't do this now, what's gonna happen? Uh, if I postpone it, will he want to do it later? You know. So you have to in relationships. We have a tendency to lead with our hearts mm -hmm. but I really think if your mind and your heart are not aligned with one another in that relationship then you need to think about it and I can honestly say now I would have never owned this years ago mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we got to go through some things to grow through some things for sure. Right. You know, I never would have admitted it. You know, there was a lot of reasons why I should not have. Right. You know, I made promises to my kids. I felt like I lied to them. My family wasn't involved at all. And I felt like, oh, we can involve them later. You know, but that's not what I truly dreamed of for my first marriage that's not in my heart or my character of how I would have designed my first marriage to be mm -hmm. 
but because I was so wrapped up in now, I want what I want and I want it now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this and we'll figure it out later. Well, later never came. So I never mm-hmm. got the wedding. I never got the reception. Mm-hmm. I never got the honeymoon. And if you don't get what you want or deserve or desire up front, you ain't going to get it. And mm-hmm. that's one of them red flags. Right. <laughs> that's one of them red yeah. flags. That you overlooked. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let's, so let, okay. So in stating that you, you all were together for 11, married for five. So anywhere leading up until the marriage, did you see any signs or were there any, you know, anything that would say, Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might night. better hold on. It was a lot. It was a lot, but I can honestly say I can't fault him. I had to take some responsibility too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There was some things where, yeah, old folks say you pick and choose your battles, Mm -hmm. but don't be a fool. Right, because some battles (laughs) and going to war are two different things. (laughs) Right. So when you start to overlook some of those small battles, you look up and you're in a war. Right. And, and the only person being attacked in that war is you, mm-hmm. you know, they got all the armor, they got all the, they got all the ammunition, they got everything they need at that point. And you are just totally under attack when you're the one who let your guard down, you know, and there was numerous things throughout our relationship that I'm gonna say a lot of people wouldn't have tolerated mm-hmm. um I'm not gonna call it weak I'm not gonna call I'm not gonna put a name on it period I can say that I did love 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 my ex-husband mm-hmm. and I want to say that I think I had convinced myself that I loved him so much that if I just keep showing him how much I love him, it will fix him. It'll fix him. And it wasn't nothing wrong with him. It was something wrong with me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, because what's that old saying? Um, Find a fool, pump his head. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of times we put ourselves in relationships. We put ourselves through some things. And then once it's over or the breakup comes or the trauma comes or the abuse or whatever the relationship leads to, mm-hmm. we like to point fingers. But there's a lot of things that happen leading up to those things. Mm-hmm. And we have to take accountability for the things that we accept. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because yeah. I think once you take accountability, then it, it, it helps you. For one, it helps you understand a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It helps you uh, kind of move on to the healing part. Once you right. acknowledge your part in it, you know what I'm saying? Because it takes two. A marriage right. just don't, you know what I'm saying? 
break up just one it, it takes two people so the fact that you can be accountable for the part that you played in it you know what i'm saying is admirable um and also i think it'll help people to kind of understand a little bit that it just can't be oh well he did this and he didn't do that and he didn't do this and he didn't do this because you were there you were in the marriage <laughs> and mm -hmm. i think a lot of times when we accept things for whatever the reason is um you, you have to be, you, you got to stand, be accountable for what it is that you accepted. Because we all know that people only can do to us what we allow them to do. Right. And what I found out is it's almost like, it's almost like the big G says, okay, so you, so you just going to keep on holding on. So I'm going to make it every time, each time I'm going to make it worse, I'm going to make it worse, I'm going to make it worse until you get the message, until you get the lesson out of it. So with that, I mean, even with that being said, because a lot of times we make decisions and that's just in life period, not just with marriage and relationships. And a lot of it stems to what we've been exposed to, what we experienced previously, um, our childhood. So speaking on that, would you say, or, or would you say that anything that led you to accept what you did accept from your ex-husband had any part to do any did anything from your childhood being in what you seen what you grew up with played a part in the partner that you chose i mean a lot um you know when we have old school parents you know sometimes you know i'm at that age where we come from that, um, what goes on in our house, stay in our house. Absolutely, kind of. that era. Absolutely. And that era. So. Which is killing half of us. <laughs> Somebody right. should have known what was going on in them households. Right. And they always told us what not to do. Mm -hmm. But nobody really ever told us what we should do. Absolutely. Or, how or showed you. Right. Or right. showed you. Right. How to do. You know, kids had their place. Mm -hmm. and it was not where adults were mm -hmm. so to a degree we were pretty much blinded by a lot of things going on we knew mm -hmm. lights came on we knew that there's a mama and a daddy and they're together and things are going well but we didn't know the background stories mm -hmm. we saw a lot but you better not speak on it Mm -hmm. So I can honestly say that growing up, you know, you kind of mimic what you see. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. you don't realize it, even though you go through life saying, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I wouldn't dare. I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, no. And then you find yourself mm -hmm. in those very shoes. Right. That you fought so hard not to be in. Right. You know, and even like now, when I, I mean, I'm still a little old school because when I'm talking to girlfriends now, there are still some things that I'm a little old school about. Oh, I'm de I definitely am. I definitely, you am. know, I'm going to stick to it because I what works is what works. Right. And yeah. there are some things that I did for my husband that people said, mm -hmm. what? Mm -hmm. You did all that? I'm sorry, but if I have a hardworking husband to go to mm -hmm. work every day, yes, he's going to wake up in the morning mm -hmm. and his uniforms is going to be red. Absolutely. Yes. If I'm doing laundry, 
his is getting washed too. I mean, that's what you, what? Yeah. If we, if I cook dinner tonight and I, he's a man that likes to take his lunch to work. When I'm putting that meal up, I'm fixing his lunch for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that you do for a deserving man. Absolutely. And I mean, and I'm not saying that and we do it for some that are not so deserving. Oh, so th- there's some absolutely. things that we mimic and we watch that we should hold on to. And that's some of those things that I watched that I'm going to hold on mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. when I do get the right one mm-hmm. and I'm doing all those right things. It's going to be pre- appreciated. Gonna, exactly. You know, for sure. I have no regrets about my previous marriage. It just wasn't our season. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you know, you have to go through something to get to something. You got to (laughs) grow these things. You know, I don't know what brought us together to this second. I don't know what took us apart, but I do know that it was a life learning lesson mm-hmm. and what they say well you know better you do better absolutely <laughs> absolutely I'm a firm yeah. believer in that for sure so being th- being that you went through the experience you went through with your ex-husband has it made you feel like you would never do it again in the beginning mm-hmm. I felt like all the odds were against me <laughs> You know, and I think that now looking back, that's a natural feeling mm-hmm. because you you have a feeling of defeat. You have a feeling of failure. And if you're a person who likes to do things right the first time and it fails, you feel defeated. And it's like, I ain't never doing that again. Nope. <laughs> nope it's not for me it's not in the cards for me mm-hmm. but now embracing being alone I am a firm believer in things happen for a reason I do too I agree with that um, my chain of events you know it was interesting you know, it was holiday season. There were some really hurtful events that took place. Um, Valentine's Day is a couple of weeks before my anniversary. He left the week of our anniversary. You know, and then the same week, I find out that I have to be out of the house that we've been living in for years at a time when I don't have a plan. I don't have a thought in the world. What am I going to do? And you start doubting yourself. You start doubting your power. You start doubting what you're capable of. And, you know, a lot of people like to say you need to 
not talk about your past or leave the past in the past. Mm-hmm. But our past actually is who makes us. Mm-hmm. It it helps it's what makes us the person that we are today. Absolutely. And in owning my truths, the woman I was 20 years ago wouldn't have got caught <laughs> without a backup plan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the woman I was 15 years ago would have had an idea and some things going. So when we get in relationships, one thing that I encourage women to do is don't lose yourself in anyone. Absolutely. Don't lose yourself in anyone. And I mean, and that's not just, we lose ourselves in relationships, but it's easy to lose yourself in your children, mm-hmm. lose yourself in family members. Don't lose you while trying to love and care and support mm-hmm. other people. That's right. Because at the end of the day, when you go back, it, you only looking at you in the mirror. Nobody else is there. So if you don't take care of you, you can't take care of nobody else. It because when this all started, you know, I can honestly say I had gotten myself so used to caring for my husband, caring for my kids, caring for this person, caring for everybody that when I first moved into my apartment for the first time by myself, I had absolutely, it was almost like being born mm-hmm. into like a, almost like a foreign exchange student probably feels <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do with this? Mm-hmm. Because I have been a decorating fool all my life. But when you get married and you start decorating your home, especially when you have a a husband that's totally into his male ego. Mm -hmm. You find yourself decorating for y'all. So then you don't remember what, well, what do I like? Right. (laughs) So I just encourage women, men too, just don't lose yourself. Mm-hmm. Because finding yourself and getting yourself back on track has that getting over the marriage, getting through the divorce. I can't say that that was the hardest part. Mm-hmm. It was finding me again. Mm-hmm. Would you also would you say that it it may not necessarily uh, the divorce is hard for anybody, of course. Oh yeah, uh, especially when you have children involved and when there's years that's been put into it. But do you think it made it a little bit harder with the way he went about doing things, which with the way that you all separated, with you being I unaware? I think so because mm-hmm. we had several occasions where I asked, okay, you know, are you unhappy? Do you feel like we need to separate? Do you feel like you need to? And I gave him the opportunity. 
mm-hmm. to walk away with no hard feelings, no issues, no nothing. And you turn around later on and leave without a trace. Mm-hmm. No words, no conversation, no warning. Just bam, one day I come home and notice my front porch furniture is gone. <laughs> you know, and it's kind of like, I have been preparing a home for us. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel like, so what was he doing? Keeping a tally of what he wanted to get for him (laughs) you know so it was the way you know and communication is key Mm. oh absolutely if you don't communicate with your spouse or significant other you have absolutely nothing nothing if they're not willing to give you a little bit of conversation that is a humongous problem. Yeah. Because if you don't have that, you don't have nothing. Yeah. Because if you communicate, a whole lot of things can be resolved. Right. And honestly, if we had better communication between the two of us, but you got to want it. Mm-hmm. You got to want to communicate. Right. And it has to come from both sides. Right. So I can want something till I'm purple and blue, but if you don't want what I want, we just gonna keep on clashing. Mm -hmm. It's like I said, you you can only fight if somebody's willing to get in the ring and fight with you. Right. You can't fight by yourself. Right. So yeah, that communication is a huge deal I mean and I don't really know too many women who don't like to communicate (laughs) but you run into a lot of men who don't Mm -hmm. but it's important to get to know their body language their the way they communicate and Mm -hmm. again that goes back to knowing your significant other through all the seasons Mm -hmm. Sometimes the nonverbal communication is communication without them saying anything, because as we all know, I'm a firm believer, a mouth will say anything. Your actions is what, what I go by, you know? So I think we have to pay attention to a lot of the nonverbal as well as the, you know, because it's almost like I'm, I'm asking you a question and you don't answer. Well, it's almost, you answered the question without answering it. You know what I'm saying? So Communication all the way around the board is a must. Mm-hmm. So going through what you've been through, what so you you said you had daughters. So how old are your daughters? 18 and 25. Okay. So they're young women. Um, I'm sure they're dating and you know all the other things that come along with it. So what would you tell your younger daughters um that would be moving forward to you know dating and relationships and marriage? What advice would you give them? stay single Um, (laughs) it's easier Um, don't put a title on it no (laughs) no um, 
both of my girls are so different. So, you know, I definitely, I don't ever want them to do things the way I did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. We always want more for them and better. Want them to, oh, of course, make better decisions than we do. Oh, yeah. And um, relationship-wise, I already tell my youngest one, you know, unfortunately, my oldest is a lot like me. Um, <laughs> you can tell her something till you blew in the face, but she going to try it her way first. And I did the same thing. My youngest, she's going in full throttle with her eyes, ears, and everything wide uh-huh, open. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And she's not, and she's so much more, she's more mature than me. <laughs> she's, I think she's got, I think. Would you when, say that part of that is because she was she's the youngest, so she was at home with you all more than the oldest one. So she got to go through and experience what you went through in the marriage. So that I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, being a single parent, getting married late, it. Uh, it affects your children without you realizing it. Absolutely. And I think with my youngest, me being a single parent, her dad being absent, mm-hmm. then me getting with another gentleman who started off seeming like that guy. Mm-hmm. And then things falling apart. I'm sure she's built up her own way of looking at men, mm-hmm. you know, as far as what she's not going to deal with, what she's mm-hmm. not going to, she's not going in trusting you. She's not. And I mean, it's good and it's bad <laughs> mm-hmm. because I have to say, You know, when she does get one, he's definitely going to be one probably sent directly from God because (laughs) at a young age, she's not taken and we laugh about it, but it's so serious. I mean, she, the red flags, honey, you can say one wrong thing to her. And she, your number is as good as blocked, deleted, and mm. gone from her memory bank. So I applaud her for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, girl. this girl. Yeah. <laughs> if they get through, they're going to really have to be done work for it and prove themselves. You can believe that. Yeah. And she Absolutely. laughs. We laugh about it because I always say that with her personality, she's going to definitely date an older man. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, not grandpa old, but <laughs> it's going to take a special man to break through that. But yeah. So what can, what is next for LaVita? Life after divorce. <laughs> what do we see in the future for LaVita? 
Honey, a whole lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's time for me to start float, spreading my wings and following some of my dreams. Okay. You know, um, I have always, I can't say always, but in my older years, I found myself being more of a help me and a support system for everybody but me. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, before I felt like, well, goodness, God, what, why me? I mean, why you keep doing stuff to me? You know, but honestly, he couldn't have done it at a better time. You know, me going through the things with my marriage, my daughter leaving for college, my oldest one being grown. I gained a grandbaby. So Mm -hmm. she's kind of like my reset, restart where it comes to them. Um. And like my little broke best friend who probably got more money saved up in a little <laughs> somewhere than me, but um I freaking lost my train of thought. I got to talking about them kids. What, but what's no, in I, store for Vita? But in store for Vita is Vita's going to live for Vita for a change. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's no more, you know, I've always sat back. Well, what if, if I don't help them, they ain't going to be able to do it. (laughs) If I don't do it, it ain't going to get done. Well, honey, I'm almost 50. And I look good. You know, I feel good. And it's no stopping. I mean, I have. That's awesome. You know, I have some things that I've put on the back burner for years that are brewing inside me. And it's time for me to start trying to put some of my ideas, some of my own dreams into perspective. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think that is awesome. Uh, We appreciate you giving us this time and sharing your story. Um, we hope that it can help somebody out there that is going through uh, something similar. Um, we want to let the women know that there is life after divorce. It doesn't have to end. It doesn't have to stop. You can sometimes it's even better. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate you taking out the time to spend this time with us. And uh, we look to, forward to having you back to see Vita in the next chapters of this new found life that she has um, <laughs> as a singly, you know, a newly single woman. So yeah, we look forward to having you back. So thank you. Um, and you guys, thank you for watching. Uh, Vita. This you is know, ironically, this week marks a year of okay my um, ex-husband leaving and I really was skeptical about doing this interview for numerous reasons I thought it was gonna bring up some old hurts I thought it was Mm -hmm. I didn't know what it was gonna do for Mm -hmm. Mm me but I'm glad that I did it and I'm glad that it was this week because it's almost like a sense of relief and confirmation. Okay. 
that it's over mm-hmm. and my life new beginnings that's right that's right <laughs> so a fresh start is always good right absolutely so, We'll we'll see what's in store for you. Absolutely. Well, thank you all. Uh, We appreciate you. And we'll see you on the next episode of the VIP Social Lounge.